Let's pray that our eyes and ears would be open and that our hearts would be ready to respond to the word. I've asked brothers to pray for us from Ephesians 1. So, the young lady that we're excited to share with you about, that we'll be hearing about tonight, is Mary of Bethany. So we want to take the wisdom from the Word of God and look closely at what is said about this woman. Mary was a normal Jewish girl living under the rule of the Roman Empire during the time of Jesus. There we'll see that she was very wise and loved to spend time listening to his teaching. And Jesus had come to her town and he'd become good friends with her and her family. You remember that Mary was the sister of Lazarus, the man that Jesus raised from the dead after he had become sick and died. But even before Jesus raised her brother from the dead, she was found listening to him. So let's find out together what kind of woman Mary was. Please look at Luke, the, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. We're going to be in uh, verse 38 to 42. And let's watch for what Mary is doing and what Jesus says about her wise choice. Yeah, you can read. 
دخل قرية فقبلته امرأة اسمها مرثا في بيتها وكانت لهذه أخت تدعى مريم التي جلست عند قدمي يسوع وكانت تسمع كلامه وأما مرثا فكانت مرتبكة في خدمة كثيرة فوقفت وقالت يا رب أما تبالي بأن أختي قد تركتني أخدم وحدي فقل لها أن تعينني فأجاب يسوع وقال لها مرثا مرثا أنت تهتمين وتطربين لأجل أمور كثيرة ولكن الحاجة إلى واحد فاختارت مريم النصيب الصالح الذي لن ينزع منها So in this text, we see that Mary has chosen, above all else, to sit and hear the words of Jesus. So Jesus emphasizes the wisdom of her choice is due to her choosing that which will last forever, that which will not be taken away from her. حكى إنه اختيارها هذا حكيم والسبب هو إنه اختيارها لم ينزع منها اختيارها رح يضلوا معها الشيء اللي اختارت إنها تأخذه رح يكون معها للأبد. Now remember this because later we will see her choosing wisely again and we want to learn from her wisdom. اتذكروا هذا الشيء لأن كمان شوي رح نرجع نشوفها بتختار اختيار حكيم وبدنا نتعلم من اختيارات مريم. It's important that we, t- that we take time now uh, to set a context and understand the promises that this young woman was familiar with. And this is so that we can understand why she would make wise and extravagant choices that many people around her were not making. هذا الشيء مهم إننا نعرفه لأنه هو السبب اللي خلاها تأخذ هاي الخيارات ال 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 يعني اللي بتفيد فيها على الناس على على خيارها أما الناس اللي حواليها ما كانوا يتخذوا نفس خياراتها. So now I want to work through a brief uh, overview of this context of the scriptures uh, to give us a proper context for her story. فالآن بدنا نأخذ موجز من ال من ال من الكلمة المقدسة حتى نعرف شو الشيء اللي هي كانت بتعرفه. And this will help us to understand what this young girl was thinking when Jesus came to town. هذا الشيء اللي كانت مريم هاي الفتاة بتفكر فيه لما رب يسوع المسيح فات لبلدتها. Now I hope I hope that this will be very familiar to you. وأتمنى إنه اللي راح أحكي الآن هو Well, at the same time, I believe that it's very important that we remind ourselves of our faith and our hope. So we know surely that the Lord created the heavens and the earth and made it very good. Creation was thriving. There was no death, sickness, pain, or sadness. Hello, 
<laughs> Those who know the story, however, know that there was an adversary in the midst of the beautiful garden. And our ancestors, Adam and Eve, were deceived to sin against the Lord. And with this sin came consequences that have cursed creation ever since. And it is now appointed for man to die and then face judgment. However, at the same time that creation was cursed, God spoke hope. You can find this in the book of Genesis chapter 3. So this hope was that the Lord promised that one would come from the seed of the woman and restore creation and bring blessing again. Restore creation and bring blessing again. And so, from, from this woman was to come the promise. And so Adam and Eve began to have children. Longing and hoping for this restoration, this promised one. And eventually, as the story goes, they realized that their children were not found worthy to be the promised one. And they, they begin, you see in the last verse of chapter 4, that uh, it tells us that they began to call upon the name of the Lord. Now the context of this prayer leaves very little doubt what they were asking for. The prayer where they're calling on the name of the Lord. What were they calling? What were they saying? They were saying, send us the promised one. So, and, and that's our, our longing as well. We, we say that, send us the promised one. We have a problem called sin. And we're going to die. Send us the promised one. 
So we don't have time to work through the whole testimony of Scripture, though I'd love to. But let's continue to grow in our understanding of what maybe Mary was thinking during this time, and we'll work through a couple more promises. So later on, um, in light of the curse put on creation in response to sin, God raised up a man and woman whose lineage the blessing would come from. Abraham and Sarah. So they, they were promised that from their seed, all the other peoples, nations of the earth would be blessed. So we're told, this is in Genesis 12, 15, 17 and following. So we're told whose lineage that the restoration of the curse of creation was going to happen through. So now, not only do we know that it's from a woman that the promised one would come, but it's from Abraham and Sarah. And so from this point on, the Bible reveals to us a story of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so, uh, and from their lineage would come many prophets and kings whom God spoke to about His plans to restore the creation through them. Many generations later, God would bring even more clarity to His promises that He would that He and would make another covenant like the one with Abraham. And this time he made the covenant with King David about the promised one would be sitting on his throne forever. So from a woman, from Abraham and Sarah, sitting on this eternal throne, would come the promised one. So he would bring the blessing to all the nations by ruling with righteousness and justice. Now, as the prophets continued to call Israel to repentance and belief in the promise, the 
God disciplined his covenant people with other more powerful nations. And now it is in this context of promise and discipline that Mary of Bethany found herself. Uh, it's in this context of promise and discipline in exile that Mary of Bethany found herself. She was under Roman rule. And left hoping in the promise. All of creation is oppressed by the weight of sin and the problem of death and decay. But there was still God's promise to atone for sin. And restore the creation with life and peace. But only through one man who is promised. And so we get into the context of Mary's life. The Bible tells us, But when the fullness of time came, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law. So at the proper time, God was faithful to send the one that He had promised, right? And you also know John 3.16. So it sounds like God is being faithful to deal with our sin problem and conquer our death problem through this one man. Jesus, the son of Abraham, the son of David, the son of God, had come to Israel at just the right time. It is at this time, in this context, and with this hope, that Mary of Bethany is hanging on to every word of Jesus of Nazareth. <coughs> After she has spent time hearing him, after she has seen him proven to have power over our death problem, he had raised her brother from the dead. She makes the choice that I have come here tonight to share with you. She pours her whole life out on Jesus. 
So let's look together at the story before we finish up tonight in Matthew 26. تقدمت إليه امرأة معها قارورة طيب كثير الثمن فسكبته على رأسه وهو متكئ فلما رأى تلاميذه ذلك اختاروا قائلين لماذا هذا الإتلاف لأنه كان يمكن أن يباع هذا الطيب بكثير ويعطى للفقراء فعلم يسوع وقال لهم لماذا تزعجون المرأة فإنها قد عملت بعملا حسنا لأن الفقراء معكم في كل حين وأما أنا فلست معكم في كل حين فإنها سكبت هذا الطيب على جسدي إنما فعلت ذلك لأجل تكفيني الحق أقول لكم حيثما يكرز بهذا الإنجيل في كل العالم يخبر أيضا بما فعلته هذه تذكارا لها أمين أمين This is a powerful demonstration of the worth of Jesus and the wisdom of Mary of Bethany. I'm praying for this wisdom. You see, the Gospel of John tells us that the cost of the perfume was 300 denarii. في إنجيل يوحنا بحكي لنا إنه قيمة هذا الطيب اللي سكبته على الرب يسوع قيمته 300 دينار دينار وقتها يعني وقت زمان. وال300 دينار هاي بأيامهم كانت تساوي راتب سنة كاملة. But more importantly for us to know is that this money would have surely been Mary of Bethany's dowry. So this was the resources that would be that would have been used to secure a husband for her. This would have been used to secure her life in this age. And we see the question of those around who saw it. Why this waste? She wasted her life on Jesus and he called it wise. He thought it would be good for us to hear about that any time the gospel was shared. That's a powerful testimony for, for the Lord himself to say. <laughs> هاي هاي شهادة عظيمة إنه الرب يسوع هو اللي يحكي هذا الكلام. 
she found that Jesus was the only one worthy to accomplish what was promised. She saw that Jesus was able to raise the dead, that he would conquer death. She found that she believed that Jesus was going to suffer, die, and be buried according to the scriptures. She believed that God would prove his worth and raise him from the dead according to the scriptures also. And she responded by laying down her life. And this sounds familiar because Jesus, he'd been talking a lot about this very thing to his disciples. But this girl was paying attention. She was sitting at his feet. She was being wise and listening to the Master. Now Jesus says many things that we will... Um, uh, everything Jesus says we want to cherish um, as more worth than gold. But when Jesus is specifically talking about what it is to follow him, we really need to pay attention. And I believe Mary had done that. We see that Jesus talks of laying down our life in this age, that we would gain life in the age to come. And this is wisdom. In light of the worth of the Messiah, in light of the God who we serve, may we find grace even tonight to lay our lives down afresh. That we would live our whole lives for His glory, not for our glory. Jesus says to take up your cross and follow me. Just die to yourself and live with me. 
موت عن ذاتك واتبعني وعيش فيي So in light of our great faith and our great hope, I believe the Lord would encourage us tonight to a great love that lays down our lives for our neighbor, for our friends, for our enemies. So I, I wanted to end uh, with the preaching of the Apostle Paul from Acts 17 because I believe it's uh, it'll strengthen our faith in what we've heard tonight. And you'll see that you have to you, you have to find in the text what is the response to what God has done in His Son Jesus the Messiah. Verse 24 through 27, and then pick up at 30 31. Okay, just one verse at a time? Or? Yes. Okay. So the God who made the world and all things in it, since he is Lord of Okay. Nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all people life and breath and all things. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitation. That they would seek God, if perhaps they might grope for Him and find Him, though He is not far from each one of us. Therefore, having overlooked the times of ignorance, God is now declaring to men that all people everywhere should repent. أن يتوبوا متغاضياً عن أزمنة الجهل. الله بدعونا أن نتوب. ليش؟ ليش؟ Because he has fixed a day in which he will judge the the world in righteousness through a man whom he has appointed, having furnished proof to all men by raising him from the dead. لأنه ليش لازم نتوب؟ لأنه الله أقام يوم أو حدد يوم. 
هو فيه مزمع أن يدين المسكونة بالعدل برجل قد عينه مقدما للجميع إيمانا إذ أقامه من الأموات الله عين أنه يوم فيه رح يجي المسيح ويدين كل المسكونة بالعدل Um, I just was thinking of a verse now to share uh, before we, we finish um, from 1 Corinthians 15. And the verse really it ties in um, to the story that we've heard uh, of Adam and Eve. It ties into the story that we've heard, uh, that I that I shared concerning uh, Adam and Eve. And it ties that story to the story of the Messiah. And the work that he has done. It says, but now Christ has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who are asleep. For since by a man came death, by a man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Messiah all will be made alive. فإنه إذ الموت بإنسان بإنسان أيضا قيامة الأموات الموت بآدم والقيامة بالمسيح لأنه كما في آدم يموت الجميع هكذا في المسيح سيحيا الجميع So there's never been anyone like Jesus ما في حدا زي يسوع There's no one who even compares to him. So the, and those who have seen him in truth have chosen to waste their lives on him. It's seen the worth of one who has power over death and who has forgiven sin. So the call for each of us is still the same as it was 2,000 years ago for Mary and for Paul and for all the friends of Jesus. That we would repent from our sin and trust in this one man. Trust that his work on the cross is all that we need. And his coming kingdom is all that we hope in. When you have this faith and this hope, respond. Obey him. Waste your lives on him. Lose your lives in this age and gain your lives in the age to come.
And this is the wisdom from heaven. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Let's pray. Father of glory, we bless you tonight. We acknowledge that you are great and there is none like you. You have made a way. You are faithful to your promises. And you have called us. So Lord, we ask you tonight that you would give us courage. That you would give us wisdom. Lord, that we would see that we would count the cost of following the crucified Messiah. Is there anyone more worthy to lay our lives down for? To give up our lives for? To live for? Give us revelation of Jesus. Let us see the worth of this man. Lord, we ask you for grace for each one here. Have mercy on us, God, and raise up a witness to your Son. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Let's all leave you.